Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why are you troubled, and why do doubts arise in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see. The disciples did not know what to think. That very day, they began to hear reports that seemed to them an idle tale. First, there was the report from the women who went to the tomb that morning, who had come back and said that the body of Jesus was no longer there. Instead, they said there were two men in dazzling apparel who said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. Then Peter ran to the tomb himself, and stooping in with a bit of hesitation and nervousness, he sees the linen cloths that were wrapped around the body of Jesus, just laying there by themselves like a mysterious crime scene. He doesn't know what to make of any of it, so he goes back to the disciples in the upper room, and then, around that same time, two other disciples, they're walking on the road to Emmaus, and they're met by a stranger who spends the entire journey interpreting the scriptures to them, explaining how they're all fulfilled in Jesus, only to realize later that evening, through the breaking of the bread, that the stranger who was with them the entire time was Jesus himself. Before the breaking of the bread, they don't recognize him, or, in fact, we're told in the scriptures that they were kept from recognizing him. But then, in the breaking of the bread and the Eucharist, they see him. And then he vanishes from their sight. And those two disciples, they immediately run, now late in the night, back to Jerusalem. They head to that upper room where Peter and the other disciples were, and they're talking about everything that's going on. Judas had killed himself. Peter's close run-in with the authorities. The death of their Lord. And now, suddenly, there's reports of him coming back to life, even appearing to some people. You can almost hear Peter still explaining the linen cloths and how, how they were just laying there at the tomb, trying to figure out what it all means. When suddenly, these two disciples come bursting through the door. The Lord has risen. He appeared to us. He appeared. And they explain how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread, and then how suddenly he vanished from their sight. What a strange day for the disciples. Wrestling with all of this evidence, what do you do with that? It's one thing to wrestle with thoughts of what may be possible, whether or not this could be true, whether or not in some way Jesus could somehow come back to life and reveal himself to others, like maybe in visions or in dreams or in some other unexplainable, ineffable way. It's one thing to think about the possibility of a dead man reappearing. It's quite another to see it. As they were talking about these things, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. The disciples are immediately confounded. Every sliver of human reason 
flies out the window. What is this? What were they looking at? Were they looking at a spirit? A vision? Their thoughts are still incapable of holding the truth of this moment. Jesus, who was crucified, was dead, and was buried, is alive again. His dead body had been brought back to life. His real body, a physical, real resurrection from the dead. A dead man now lives, and he stands in the midst of them. And he speaks, and he asks, Why are you troubled? Why do doubts arise in your hearts? Jesus knows the doubts that his children have. He knows the trouble which brews deep into the heart of man. And so he asks kindly, compassionately, Why? Why are you troubled? He had said to them earlier, before he was crucified, My peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. I have told you all these things so that you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And there he was, overcoming the world overcoming death, overcoming the devil and all sin. Why should your hearts be troubled? Take heart. I have overcome the world. Peace be with you. It should strike us as perhaps as one of the most bizarre moments in the scriptures if it weren't for the simple fact that this very moment is played out in our lives every day. For here in this moment, the disciples still can't shake their troubles and their doubts, yet they stand in the presence of the one who overcomes them all. It's like when we worry about death or illness or pain, all while Jesus is standing right there beside, carrying, holding, tending to every need. Why are you troubled? Why do doubts arise in your hearts? Oh, Lord, you know why. Every doubt and trouble it stems from a heart that looks in the wrong places. Why look for assurance in the things which perish? Why look for your hope among the dead and that which does not last? Why spend your days journeying to the same dark tombs, to the same dead things which cannot give you life? You look at all the wrong things. Dear child, see my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see me. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. It's me. I'm your life. Touch me. I am alive. I've overcome your sin. Every tribulation, every doubt. See my hands and my feet. 
take, eat, this is my body, and see. Let your heart take courage, be of good cheer. The King of Kings, who has overcome every tribulation of this world, has you in his hands. You are his, and he is yours. And the very hands which have overcome the grave hold you and your loved one and will never let go. Until the day when they shall wipe away every tear from your face and death will be no more. You are his witnesses of these things, of his hands and his feet. For you have been given the spirit and the waters of your baptism. And he has opened your mind to see that the scriptures all about Christ. They are all about him. And that repentance and the forgiveness of sins in his name shall be declared to all the nations. You are his witnesses, so that you may go and be the very hands and feet of Christ that this world needs to see, so that they may see also the hands and feet of the crucified and risen one, pierced for the transgressions of this world, raised for our justification, and coming again one day for our salvation, and on the day the trumpet shall blast. And all the dead shall rise in their real physical bodies. And every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ lives. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.